I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, August 10th. A vital permit has just been approved to rebuild the bridge to Long Island. The third of four permits had been approved by the state. The Chapter 91 license, which was expected to be one of the final hurdles in the process, ensures that the project meets public access requirements. The City of Boston is hoping to acquire the final permit in the coming months. However, a new addiction recovery campus on Long Island is still at least four or five years away from coming to fruition. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu is expected to hold a virtual press briefing this morning to discuss the critical next steps in rebuilding the bridge to Long Island and jumpstarting the city's efforts to reopen the recovery campus. Quincy officials continue to oppose the bridge claiming it would lead to dangerous traffic in North Quincy and Squantum and also damage the marine environments. Massachusetts authorities still asking for the public's help in finding a violent fugitive convicted of raping a co-worker at Knife Point nearly two decades ago in Quincy. Toon Lee is wanted by the U.S. Marshal Service and State Police Violent Fugitive Apprehension Section after he fled during his trial in 2007. His many aliases include Doon Ji Lee and Dickie Lee. Investigators determined that Lee, whose family owned the Kagawa restaurant in Quincy, raped a waitress from the restaurant after he broke into her home on February 2, 2005. According to officials, Lee was masked, held the victim at knife point, zip-tied her to a bed face down, and sexually assaulted her. He left the victim zip-tied to the bed where she was found several hours later by her boyfriend, who went to her house after being unable to reach her by phone. Among the evidence establishing Lee as the assailant was his foul breath which the victim recognized. Officials say he was subsequently dubbed by the media as the bad breath rapist. Following Lee's arrest in 2007, he posted $100,000 cash bail after he testified at trial in Norfolk Superior Court in 2007. Lee did not return to court for closing arguments, where he was convicted in absentia and now faces life in prison. Today, he's 54 years old, 5'9", with black hair and brown eyes. Police say his last known whereabouts is in Quincy. State police are offering a $100,000 cash reward for any tipsters that provide information leading to Lee's arrest. Massachusetts state lawmakers offering their support for a mother caught in the middle of a battle with a school district months after her family's home burned down. Family, friends, strangers, and lawmakers appeared before the Holbrook School Committee last night, making emotional pleas to allow the mother's child to attend school inside the district this upcoming semester. A fire forced Julie Evans and her two children to temporarily move from their home in Holbrook to nearby Weymouth. The district's policy requires students to live within the town. After losing everything they had to the fire, Evans had hoped the kids attending the schools familiar to them would offer some sense of comfort. The family moved to neighboring Weymouth after being displaced by the raging fire back in January. The blaze claimed the life of their landlord and turned their lives upside down. 
Evans hoped her two children would remain in the district this upcoming school year, offering some sense of normalcy, but says the Holbrook School Superintendent told her that wouldn't be the case since they no longer live within the district. She says her requests to meet with school officials were met with silence. House Speaker Ron Mariano of Quincy said to have a policy that you think fits all is very, very misguided. Mariano and other state lawmakers demanded an exception from the school committee last night. Representative Mark Cusack said, mind-boggling that we are here. This is done routinely in other systems. Evans said that after last night's meeting, she had a private conversation with the school committee's chair who decided to allow her son to attend Holbrook Middle School for six months with the condition that the family prove they are actively looking for housing in Holbrook. Hundreds of motorcycle riders will see a local veteran off to his final resting place. He was set to be buried alone. Anthony Mazes was a Lance Corporal in the Navy during the time of the Vietnam War. He is set to be buried at the Massachusetts National Cemetery in Bourne. Mazes paid for funeral services at McDonald Cohane Funeral Home in Weymouth. Trouble came when the funeral home was struggling to find any family to attend. Mazes has a cousin in the area, but she is disabled and unable to make it. The funeral director, Kara Johnson, contacted a veteran group called No Veteran Buried Alone. They perform motorcycle processions for veterans in need of support and have connections to the American Legion Riders. The Department of Mass American Legion Riders put out a call on Facebook. Johnson's phone began to ring off the hook. The numbers continue to climb, and anyone is welcome to join. People participating are asked to be at the funeral home at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Massachusetts has joined a small but growing number of states adopting universal free school meals programs. Spending for the program was included in an overdue $55.9 billion state budget signed into law by Governor Healy yesterday. The budget covers the 2024 fiscal year that began on July 1st. Budget includes spending on schools, child care, workforce development, public transit, housing, climate resiliency, and other key areas that will help make Massachusetts more affordable, competitive, and equitable, according to the governor, signing her first budget as governor. Budget will also make community college free for students age 25 and older, expand grants for early education and care providers, increase funding for apprenticeships and other workforce development programs, and dedicate 1% of the budget to energy and the environment for the first time. About $172 million in permanent funding is also included in the budget to provide universal school meals for public school students in kindergarten through high school. Healy called the school lunch program and investment in childhood nutrition that's also removing a source of stress from our schools and homes. The meals program will save families about $1,200 per student, according to Senate President Karen Spilka. House Speaker Ron Mariano said that as a former school teacher, he saw firsthand the importance of ensuring that children have access to food during the school day. Mariano said he sees the program 
as part of a larger effort to target childhood hunger. For the first time, Massachusetts' budget also incorporates an estimated billion dollars in projected new revenue generated from the voter-approved millionaire tax amendment to the state constitution. The budget splits that new revenue between education and transportation initiatives. Well, striking actors got a show of support in Boston yesterday afternoon and a rally took place on Boston Common. Actors have been on strike for more than three weeks. Well, thousands of screenwriters have been on the picket line since early May. It is the first time in 60 years that actors and writers are simultaneously striking. The actors are fighting for a number of issues, including over money and artificial intelligence. They're asking for better residuals, the money they get when their projects re-air. Members of SAG-AFTRA, the Actors Union, say streaming services have turned the business upside down and the residuals from streaming platforms are minimal. Another key issue is artificial intelligence. Actors say their likenesses are being scanned and their image and voice could be exploited without any pay. The union is feuding with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which did not return a request for comment, but has said in the past it's offered the actors a substantial three-year deal. There are about 4,000 SAG-AFTRA union members in New England. The boys from Canton Little League bounced back from a tough loss, their first in their quest to reach Williamsport and have reached the championship game at the New England Regional Tournament in Bristol, Connecticut. Canton defeated New Hampshire's Salem Little League 5-0 yesterday afternoon, now faces a rematch with Maine's Gray New Gloucester Little League with a spot in the Little League World Series on the line. Andrew Sullivan threw a complete game shutout for Canton, allowing just two hits while striking out seven batters in six innings. The regional championship between Canton and Gray New Gloucester is set to be played tonight at 7 on Breen Fields at the A. Bartlett Giamatti Little League Leadership Training Center. The game is set to be televised on ESPN. The winner will represent New England at the Little League World Series, which will be held from August 16th through the 27th in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. A check of business news this morning and stocks pulled back yesterday. The Dow is down 191 points. The Nasdaq lost 162 and the S&P dropped 31. Asian stocks are also lower. The dollar was higher. The euro was down. Oil at $84 a barrel. Elsewhere in sports, Red Sox beat Kansas City 4-3. They'll wrap up their series at Fenway tonight at 7-10. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today, hazy sunshine with a high of 82 degrees. Tonight, some showers and thunderstorms and a low in the low 60s. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high of 80. Saturday, mostly sunny, 85. And maybe some showers Sunday, high of 84. But the boater today waves about a foot. Southwest winds at 5 to 10, maybe 10 to 15 knots later today. The high tide, 7.28 a.m. and 7.44 p.m. Sunrise, 5.45, set at 7.52. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, August 10th.